Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and at the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our job. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters out there. That's right, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up on Patreon and become a patron of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. With that, you get access to over 100 exclusive bonus episodes. And right now, you can sync your Spotify with your Patreon so you can just listen to them on Spotify with all of your other stuff. It's really cool and amazing. So let's start by giving a big shout out to some of my favorites with William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Misanthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Texas teacher Kristen, James Nally J, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swift Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJ R, Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi and Sarah, and thank you guys so much! Alright, I'd also like to thank our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. That's L-U-D-L-M Dramatics. These people make the best educational theater resources. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Ludlam Dramatics and get the stuff that will make your classroom so much better and so much more beautiful. Go and check them out at Ludlam Dramatics today! They are amazing! Alright, my friends, school is starting. God... And I'm just not with it yet. I'm not. I'm trying real hard. But hey, the podcast is still coming out. So we got that going. Anyway, friends, I love you guys so much. Take it easy. Give yourselves grace as we get through these first few weeks. And uh, take care of yourselves. Enjoy the show. Peace. Thank you, buddy, and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Mr. Wayne Kerr. Oh, you have to put me on the spot like that? It's kind of, well, excuse me, let me uh, clean this off. And also we have today Mr. Count Chuggler. I'm counting. We are almost to double digits of the school year and this even just needs to go a little faster. Mm -hmm. I I can't even start yet. It's not even Labor Day. I can't start counting the days yet. It's too soon. It's too soon. And also after a bit since I don't think we've talked to her this whole summer, we have Miss Shirley Temper. Hi, Barbie. Hey, I can. I am enough. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Miss Bunny O'Hare. See, I feel like I know what what movie that's from. I just I can't quite put my finger on it. That's what Shirley. She said. You're such an Allen, Bunny. Mm. Such an Allen. Anyway, folks. So I'm glad you are here. I'm glad we're getting to record, and I'm glad we have Shirley Temper here. We haven't had her in our group in a while, and we are dipping our toes into the school year. I know Count's been doing admin work for at least the last month. Bunny and Wayne went back last week, and I've got I've like half of my classes have started up, and I don't start teaching full time until after Labor Day, and so I'm kind of in this weird zone where it's still kind of summer, but not quite, but 
Any of you who've looked at the weather map for the South, it's been like 110 for about 45 days straight. Jesus. And like we had a cold front last week where for two days it was like 94 or 95. And that was amazing. But mm-hmm. I like to exercise and I like to do stuff outside. It's my favorite place, but I don't like working out in a sauna. I don't like just like going for a two hour walk where I can inhale the water. It's just too much. And oh, I just wish if school is starting, I had this weird halftime, I could actually enjoy the outdoors. Just please. But I guess this is the way the world is now. We got hurricanes about to hit California and it's just over 100 degrees every single day now. Ugh. How are you guys? Shirley, it's been a minute. Check in. Tell us what's going on with you. Are you back in school yet? Uh, this was my first week. We started on Wednesday. So I just finished mm-hmm. my first three days of the school year. You know, it could have been worse. The kids are decent. <laughs> I've only had to write up two children so far. It's kind of a record for me, but typically, you know, the first few days back, because I teach high school, kids like to try to flex, like to test boundaries and all things. So I've already sent one kid to ISS for a day. Wow. The other one's on their way. So, you know, that's where we are, but... Well. I support that. You got to go by prison rules. Take out the biggest first one you can find. Just nail them, take them to the office. And then they all follow them up. <laughs> right? Right? That's how it works. Right, right. Right. Yeah, sure. Bunny, what about you? Did you start school this week as well? I did. Our little squirrels came back on Monday. So I did have a full week. Um, as I, I mentioned previously, <clears throat> I am at a new campus this year and I am loving it. It is feeling like a much better fit. So uh, for the teachers out there who are feeling like you are stuck in a place that is not good for your brain, um, do everything you can to get out because there are better places out there. Teaching in general is a shit show right now, but you can move to a lesser degree of shit show. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that it worked and the jump was a positive one. It's always terrifying because you wonder, is it going to be worse? What if it's worse than where I am? What if I have it good and I don't even know? But it's nice when you land on your feet, Bunny, and I'm glad that's happening for you. Wayne, did you start school back this week as well? We did start. Actually, we started a week and a half ago now. So um, I I will say that it's gone kind of smooth, but at the same time, I'm in agreement with Mr. Count Chocolate about double digits and needing to go a little bit faster. Mm. No, 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 no. We we can't be in that mindset this early in the year. That why isn't this over yet? When we're a week and a half in, out of the how many weeks of school do we have? Thirty three. Is it that's less not, than that? That's not the point. I'm just thinking more along the lines of I've already, or by the end of next week, we will have closed out two sets of auditions. Ugh, that's Ugh. a lot. Yeah, but at least you're done with in service for the moment. All yes, of that true. bullshit of sitting in meetings that don't really apply to you that some principal thought would make. Yeah, yeah, at least that's passed. Count, how's it going for you, man? Hey, not too bad, honestly. Um, I spent the end of my week addressing uh, our upperclassmen, um, kind of like a pep rally slash welcome back. Don't forget, here are the rules. Here's what our expectations are of the school year. And we were very clear. We were all on a very united front as a staff and faculty of uh, admin, counselors, teachers. Like, we want our kids to have a really successful year, have a whole lot of fun. We pushed some new innovative expectations, and I'll even say the rewards that are built in with them. 
and students, I think, are rocking with it. So we're doing well, and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the year. I think it's going to be a really good year. I just really felt like summer was short, so I want it back already, just without yeah. the extreme temperatures. So if I can pick what I want, I want a fast school year with moderate temperatures and lots of laughs and fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That's what I want for all of us. I think that's the way to go. So before we get into our topic for today, I just want to briefly touch on last week's topic. Last week in our episode, we talked about the Kentucky bus situation for, was it Lexington, Kentucky or Louisville, Kentucky? I always get the two switched in my head. But whichever situation was that the school district just completely dropped the ball when it came to the bus situation. They apparently have been struggling with their bus routes, which is, accounts for about 60% of the students take the bus to get to school, and they just haven't been able to get bus drivers. And the reason is because it doesn't pay that much, and it's a really odd time to schedule because they're only paid for while they're working, and they only want them to work for two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon. And that's a hard thing to work a part-time job around if you aren't retired. Or, I mean, how can you really fit a second job in that kind of small window in between? Or if you have a night shift that you do after one, how are you going to be away? I mean, there's just all kinds of issues. And I was reading the article say they ended up shutting down school for about another four days. It was supposed to start two weeks ago. And then it only opened last Friday, and there were still lots of issues. There were lots of reports of parents putting air tags in their kids' backpacks so that they could keep track of where their kid was because they had parents calling the police because they went to school, and four hours later, a bus never dropped them off, and they couldn't get any contact of where their kid was or what was going on. And the district said, well, we've kind of got it a little fixed. They finally accepted UPS's help in getting them to streamline their maps, but the issue is they're paying just under $20 an hour. It's 19 something for these bus drivers to work about three or four hours a day. But if you have a CDL license, which you need to have to drive a bus, you can pretty much instantly in the area get a $26 an hour starting job full-time with benefits. So they're having a hard time hiring and it's one of those, if you need someone part-time, you're just going to have up the money. Bus drivers are down from three or four years ago, pre-pandemic, where they had about 900 bus drivers, and now they have about 600. And it's the money. It's money. It's not that they don't have buses. It's that why are they going to do this kind of work for just a little bit when they could, you know, just work full-time and get benefits and taken care of and have a job that might actually pay their note. I don't believe or know if they treat them badly or anything like that. But what I do know is that kids, when they are in around a substitute teacher or a bus driver, someone who's not a real authority figure, they might, you know, they tend to act up. And especially if it's someone, and I don't want to, I'm not speaking badly of bus drivers, who might not have, you know, classroom management skills. Their skill is to drive the bus. And they've got 30 or 50 kids who are acting a fool. There's a fight. People are trying to fuck in the back. Who knows? It's a lot. So why do that when you can make more money and get benefits and not have to deal with people? So I'll be interested to see how this plays out. But moving forward to today's topic. So this comes from Houston Public Media. 
And for those of you who don't know, we also talked about this last week with Ms. Sparkles because she was a Houston ISD teacher, is that Houston ISD was taken over by the state of Texas. It's the largest district. The state put a superintendent who doesn't really have any experience in education. And one of his first sweeping change before laying off lots of teachers was to remove libraries in schools and replace them with discipline centers. I mean, just saying that sounds like something out of 1984. Well, this article relates to that. Mike Miles is the new superintendent. The title of this article, uh, written by Mr. Dominic Walsh, is Houston ISD Students Regret Performing in Propaganda Play, starring Mike Miles. After two days of disorganization and a visit from the fire marshal in response to overcapacity training sessions at Energy Stadium, Houston ISD teachers had to watch an hour-long musical performance about state-appointed superintendent Mike Miles on Wednesday. This already sounds horrible. Miles starred in the show. He played the role of a diner owner who mentored students in a town with antiquated public school system facing reforms from a new superintendent. After the performance, rising senior Comfort Azagidi posted to social media that students who participated in the musical were tricked. And in an interview on Friday, Azagidi said they didn't realize that the performance was intended to justify Miles' sweeping reform agenda until the second day. We would get to school and we'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore, because at this point, it's propaganda, Azagidi said. We don't really support this, but out of courtesy, we can't really drop out because we, pro- we were promised service hours for being in this. The show poked fun at reporters who were portrayed as asking bad faith questions about playground. The scene was apparent reference to concerns about Miles' plan to remove librarians and convert school libraries into areas used for differentiated learning and discipline. As Aguidi played one of the reporters, they remember getting to that part of the script in rehearsal. I was sitting next to my friend when we read that scene. Right when we got to it, I kid you not, we both looked at each other in the meanest side eye. We were looking at each other like, this can't be serious. In response to requests for comment, a Houston ISD spokesperson pointed to Miles' comments at a press conference on Thursday, where he said the musical was great. He argued that most of the district's approximately 11,000 teachers enjoyed the performance, even as multiple educators and union president of the 6,000-member Houston Federation of Teachers called the show a colossal flop. Some people always want to bring on something that's great, Miles argued, pushing back against the naysayers who criticized the performance. It's a disservice to the students who were here, the teachers that worked hard, and the staff that worked hard to put on vacation in five weeks. It was great, something that HISD hasn't seen before, at least not at this level. Woo! For as a Gidi, the show created cognitive dissonance. Since Miles was appointed to the TEA agency in June, he has insisted that reformed schools wouldn't lose access to the fine arts. He pointed to the district's dyad program, where non-certified hourly contractors lead supplemental activities, as evidence that those schools will have more arts instruction. He has also enacted a new pay scale in reformed schools that have fine arts educators earning up to $15,000 less than other teachers. Oh, fuck you, Miles. I think personally that's really unfair to be, oh, we're going to pay teachers who have a direct impact on star scores more than the other teachers, as Aguidi said. Everyone is working to the same goal, whether it's in academics or the arts. I feel like everyone should be getting the same compensation. The end. Well, number one, as Aguidi, student, I support you 100%, and I'm proud of you for seeing that. I think it's ridiculous that they're going to continue having fine arts but pay the fine arts instructors less or – you know, not pay qualified teachers and only bring in supplemental people from the side. This is, uh, 
this rings of DeSantis to me. This feels like a step in like his ladder of taking stuff over. Oh, you guys are just hating on this. People worked hard. Teachers have never seen anything this great. Are you telling me teachers have never had in-service at Energy Stadium before mm-hmm. or had to watch a play written by you? Mm-hmm. No, teachers have done this before. This is nothing new. Friends, I'd like to hear your opinions. Bunny, why don't you jump in? You're the one who suggested this one. Okay, we all know that during teacher in-service, a significant portion, if not all, of the teachers are sitting there going, what am I doing here? Let me go work in my classroom. I have shit to get done. I cannot imagine the rage that would have filled my heart and soul as an arts educator if I had been forced to sit through an hour performance of the guy that just cut my pay by $15,000, like praising himself and how great he is and how it's going to be such a good mood while like riding the coattails of the arts students that the fine arts teachers trained up. Like the students, I I adore that senior that spoke out about this because they, I mean, the kids aren't stupid. The kids know. And so you, you want to reap the benefits of our labor, ours and the kids, but you don't want to have to pay for it. So he's, mm, the, it filled me with rage. And had I been a Houston ISD teacher, like I am fully convinced that anyone that had anything positive to say about it, oh, they loved it. They thought it was great. Either was just afraid of losing their job or I'm sure rightly appreciated the effort of the students and enjoyed getting to see the kids' talents being spotlighted. But fuck you, Mike. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. I don't know. It's like those, they love the fine arts, but, you know, only to push their goals. And the whole, like, oh, everyone raved about it. I have never seen a teacher leave in service raving about a damn thing. Never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Not a single goddamn time. Miss <laughs> Shirley, what do you think about this? Uh, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings. Um... I'm originally from Houston, from the Houston area, and um, we have a lot of friends, I'm sure we all do, including um, Sparkles, who have experienced all the Houston ISD nonsense. I can't even brain how awful that is. In no world, um, as somebody who is a fine arts teacher, I just, my heart goes out to everybody who has to put up with that. And... It it just, it, I feel like, I mean, we can all agree. It feels like we've taken 75 million steps backwards. Um, yeah, and the fine arts thing, the thing that's the most alarming, though, is is eliminating our libraries. Um, my librarian, who's one of my very dear friends, is going through a lot of administrative uh, puppeteering, and her library is pretty empty. So um, especially this week, even though it's the first week of school, I made a point. I was like, you're done. I would love to send two of you at a time to the library. If anything else, just to go say hi to the librarian, look around, tell her it looks great. And get a point of texting me and saying, you have no idea how much that means. And um, that's what I want to encourage all of you to do. All of you out there in, in podcast land is really support your fine arts teachers and support your librarians because they're going through it, mans. Yeah. They're definitely trying to get librarians to quit. I'm like, well, we can't staff this position, so I guess we got to get rid of it. Oh, well. I can piggyback on what Shirley said that I've got a couple really, really close friends that are librarians. And it is becoming um, 
I guess you can, it feels like it's being a, pol- a very, very police position on a campus of, uh, from, from eighth grade up. In one situation, there, there's been an admin office moved into the library. So now there's an administrator in there all the time. Like, it's the library. It's it's one of the best places. It, it's the safest and best place on a high school campus, in my personal opinion. I agree. Um, it's my happy place when I was in high school. And then I absolutely loved fine arts. As someone who played multiple instruments growing up, gosh, there was such freedom in it. And you learned so much. Like... Why are we doing this? And why are we wasting time with the back to school? Oh, gosh. I feel like that's a horrible dog and pony show, and it didn't even turn out that well. That's that that's frustrating. So just like Bunny said, we've all sat and thought, gosh, there's so much I can be doing right now in my classroom, on my campus, but yet, you know, we are forced to sit and watch this, or we've been hauled to a different location to specifically come and watch this, of all things. No, that's not what we're about. We're educators, and we deserve better. I don't know where to begin on this one. So, like, I'll start with the aspect of, okay, if they're looking for ways to save money, I'm certain uh, renting out a whole entire damn stadium, which I know they have to because of the sheer numbers, but renting out a whole damn stadium just to put on a flop of a show um, that you are basically, I don't know if forcing is the correct word, but basically, you know, stating that, hey, the fine arts have to do this to make this whole thing and then, of course, yes, I do agree with uh, what was said about uh, teachers probably said that they liked it because they were kind of pressured to like it. And, yeah, I don't think that walking out from a uh, convocation is going to have anybody being like, oh, that was the best show I've ever seen. The other thing that I kind of look at is I find it absolutely sad that the librarian put under the oversight of political agendas and it's ridiculous because quite frankly knowledge is not meant to be politicized knowledge is not meant to be polarized it has been but it is not meant to so i am incredibly frustrated with this whole entire situation um i was hoping that like it would be bigger in say uh national news but the funny thing is i actually Outside of the podcast, I actually learned about this more from a British newspaper than an American one. Oh, wow. That's shocking. Yeah. This whole thing is a clusterfuck. And Bunny said this in our little comments, and it means we're educators and we deserve better. And what's happening is a lot of these people who are targeting schools aren't targeting all of school. They tried to do that, and they they have enough common sense. But if they start nitpicking at tiny, unrealistic flag little battles like oh no these libraries are teaching kids how to be gay or be trans guess what they were probably gay or trans before they even stepped into the school i mean a book is not gonna make them gay and this is just people wanting control over something because they want to control it and one of the ways they can easier do that is to control the information. And so we've gone from picking on all the LBGT kids and making them feel as unwelcome and unhappy as these play in school as possibly can. So we don't have to see them or they don't have to make me feel uncomfortable or God forbid they make my child feel comfortable. Now they're targeting librarians and they're just picking one by one. After librarians are gone, they're going to start picking on the fine arts. How dare you draw art about this? No, no radical art, no radical music, no radical plays. That's going to be the next target. 
And we really need to be persistent and speak up about this because this is not just our rights. As we want our kids to grow up in a future, the students we teach as well as our own biological children, to have the same benefits that we did, or at least something slightly equivalent. But if we keep hobbling it by crippling the schools by not funding them, by staffing them with people who are unqualified, and then by just getting rid of all the information and only teaching corporate propaganda or what Florida decides is okay because it's not that racist, um, it's going to be a big problem. And I feel like people are coming to terms with it and speaking out, but when, I don't know, uh, it's, it's something we need to address because even though things seem to be slightly turning in the favor, it's not there yet. So we got to stick to it. So friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Hey guys, guess what? what? What's up? Huh? We have a Patreon. Uh, I what? love Patreon. <laughs> yep, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up and get all kinds of extra features and bonus things from Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. There are lots and lots. There's over 100 pieces of extra audio content on our Patreon. We also have access to a Facebook group. It is amazing, and you can even hear it through Spotify. You can sign up through there now and link your Patreon account. So sign up and do it now! Woohoo! Yeah! Do it. Do it now. Would you rather never be able to use anything that requires electricity or be unable to talk any louder than a whisper? Once again, never be able to use anything that requires electricity or be unable to talk any louder than a whisper. Here's the thing. I'm fucking loud and I like attention. And if I can only whisper, I'm going to lose my damn mind. However, if I can't use technology... I mean, a lot of my favorite things. It's how I stay in touch with all you beautiful peoples through mm. technology and electricity. So I think I got to take the whisper and then use something electric to like mic my voice up. But that's just me. See, Who's got an answer? Wayne, what are you thinking? See, that's exactly where I was going. Like, I can always whisper on a megaphone. So I'm going with the whole whisper thing because I'm sorry. I do not want to go back. What is it? I'm trying to remember the not the Ludites, uh, the other ones. Sodomites. Sodom. No, not the sodomites. That's <laughs> that's my back or those are my people. Come on. No, um oh bro, 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 no. No. No, the Ludites actually still use electricity. It's the uh ones before that I'm trying to remember. The Mormons? No. <laughs> Jesus. No, the Scientology. Amish. Amish. Okay. Yes. Count. <laughs> what about you? I think I can survive with a whisper. There's not a whole, gosh, there's not a whole lot I can do outside of it. But I guess there are ways to amplify my voice and microphones. You, yeah, I, I think the whisper. You are such a forever? giant of a man, yeah? Forever. Oh, I can't gosh. imagine you just talking. I mean, in my equivalent, you being so large and tall as you are, and having a whisper is like Mike Tyson with the list. I mean, it works, <laughs> and you adjust to it, but he... Yeah, I'm rolling with that. I'll be the whisper guy. All right. <laughs> Shirley? I think you know what my answer is. Careless whispers. Is that what is it? Careless whispers? <laughs> do, 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 singular. Do. It's careless whisper. It's singular. Oh. I'll have to have Bunny ball that song up. And Bunny, what about you? Okay, as has previously been noted, uh, here where most of the hosts are, it is... It been like 106 degrees every day for weeks 
Uh, you can pry my electricity and my air conditioning from my room temperature fingers because I will not be giving up electricity. Uh, catch me whispering, I will hire an anger translator or I I support percent. So we're all team whispers. friends thanks for joining us for another episode of teacher needs a drink podcast I'd like to thank my host who took time out of their day to come join me today a big thank you to mr count chocolate count chocolate signing off thank you for listening thank you for joining us we love you and also a big thank you to mr wayne kerr may i return to my streaming services please please do <laughs> wipe up and take all the disposables with you and also miss shirley temper i'm glad you were here bye barbie <laughs> and last but not least, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, thank you for joining us today. You got it. It was Oppenheimer, wasn't it, Shirley? God, yes. Oh gosh, you're so smart. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. As It was. All right, friends. Everyone out there, take care of yourselves. These beginning weeks are super stressful. Hell, the whole job is really stressful. Yes. So make sure you're taking care of your mental health. Therapy, counseling, a lot of that is included with your health insurance policy you get through the district. Look into it and take care of yourself. You're no good to us if you're not around. you got to make the right decisions. So everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks, and cheers! 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 All right, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. We love and appreciate every single one of you. If you're interested, you can join the Patreon and get access to lots of other bonus features that are out there. Also, you can set up and, you know, buy some theater posters from our sponsor, Bloodlam Dramatics. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing all right. Make sure you take care of your mental health. I love each and every one of you. Bye-bye. So I was watching just a YouTube stopped. video on Reddit <laughs> where it was Oppenheimer and it's counting down to the big bomb blast scene in the theater. Like someone had their phone out and they're recording it because I guess they're a classy individual. And then someone farted when the countdown went to one. <laughs> you hear the whole theater trying <laughs> not to giggle. <laughs> and it just everyone explodes. And it was pretty funny. I, I got it. The farts make me. <laughs> All right, friends. I will talk to you. <laughs> Take care, all. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, you guys. Love you all. We love you.